What's up? You're with Nostalgia. I'm here with my co-host Dave Martinson. He's sitting there acting all weird. Dave, what's going on? I'm just sitting here, man. I can move if you want. <laughs> new show. We're alluding to Atlanta, Donald Glover's new project. All about the paper boy. And we're going to be talking about Atlanta. We're going to be talking Bachelor in Paradise and then some other news and notes. Dave, I want to throw out a couple names here for you. And I want to see if you can name what they all have in common. Okay. All right? Go ahead. George Washington, Rosa Parks, and Tim Cook. American. Still think American? I think George Washington's actually English, so incorrect. Ah, shit. George Washington, Rosa Parks, Tim Cook. What do they all have in common? Apples? Known for courage. Oh, my God. Tim Cook, great American. <laughs> made maybe the, the most courageous move anyone's ever made in, in technology Remo- today. Removing the headphone jack from the iPhone 7? Later headphone jacks. All about the Bluetooth, baby. But, yeah. first of all, courage? Come on, guys. <laughs> It's not like when they got rid of the CD-DVD drive in their math books, which was just going with the times, right? That was a smart call. Everyone watches Netflix. No one watches DVDs on a laptop anymore. Sure. Fine. Good call. People use their headphone jacks. Right. Bluetooth headphones are a very new product and also quite expensive and not that common. Right. So now you're going to have a lightning adapter for your headphones, meaning you can't charge your phone and listen to headphones at the same Terrible time. Terrible bottle. Also, you can't pass the aux unless you also have this adapter on hand. That was the first thing I thought I of. I saw your tweet about that. And finally, they have these fancy Bluetooth earbuds. $160 worth. Yeah, not headphones. earbuds. Missed opportunity there. More importantly, we all know that those headphones that Apple gives you, complimentary, Trash. and they've changed a little bit throughout the year, the earbud to the ear pod, whatever... They fall out of your ears pretty pretty regularly. And they're usually trash. They're not very good Yeah, yeah exactly. These Bluetooth ones look just like the old ones. Mm-hmm. So they're going to fall out of your ears. They Except this time, weird. they're not connected to your phone. They're going to fall on the ground. Roll under stuff. And they're gonna if you're break. walking on the sidewalk, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's... The optics on that is terrible. And I was talking to a friend of the show, Ryan, Apple Store employee, and he was like, yeah, that's going to be a nightmare. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. How'd they not see that coming? Shout out Yarvis. Also, the fact that they went to a new headphone model and they didn't change the look of it, it looks weird just hanging out of your ear like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Stupid. I was very underwhelmed by the Apple rollout today, but I usually am. Yeah. Uh, Iterative smartphones year to year, you can't be impressed every year. It's just not possible. However, Dave, I do want to give you a shout out. You have matured because I remember when the Apple rollouts used to come and Joe Stitton would tweet about them and you two would battle over Twitter for days. Well, I, I would say everything I still say. I would just say <laughs> that Apple's just biting common Android features. In this instance, water resistance, which not only has been around for a while on Samsung's, but the iPhone 6 and 6S had water resistance. You guys just didn't market it last time because you had something else to talk about. Right. So it's not even a new feature for iPhones. But shout out to you, Dave. <laughs> I, I love that, that you're maturing, so I'm very proud maturing, of you. Maturing, please. <laughs> That's at Martin Swagger on Twitter. Tweet fire. And you have some great tweets about The Bachelor in Paradise. We're going to get to that. I want to start with another couple that we've talked about before. I guess not a couple anymore. Power couple. Ex-power couple. Hiddle Swift, Taylor Swift, and Tom Hiddleston. Apparently broken up. Yeah, you know, I thought given Taylor Swift's relationship history, they would have kept the breakup a little low key. 
Loki, huh? Wow. Wow. They didn't. <laughs> I wonder how much this had to do with Daniel Craig getting a $150 million offer to play James Bond again. Two more times. Hmm. Reportedly. Hmm. I agree. <laughs> I think it also is kind of telling maybe Sony is struggling to commit to a Bond. Absolutely. Our boy Aiden Turner, a frontrunner in the past, they no. seem to have passed him up. If they wanted Tom Hiddleston or Idris Elba, they would have got him by now. The report said that they really wanted Craig for two more films and they, as they can introduce a successor to start off a new era. But they don't want to just totally like hard reboot with a new guy right away. So I guess I understand that from a franchise standpoint, because Spectre was received okay, both commercially and critically. Right. But was far from a failure, so they know Craig's money. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great Bond, I love especially him. in yeah. my opinion. I think that's an interesting idea, having somebody come in with him. That's always kind of risky, though, because how do you split up that time? Think about Indiana Jones 4. Right. Didn't right. work out there. Yep. Now we have to wait till Chris Pratt is the new Indiana Jones in a couple of years. Yeah, so. he's got to finish being in Jurassic World and every other Guardians of the Galaxy and Passengers with Jennifer Lawrence and right. Magnificent <laughs> Seven and whatever else he's going to be in. Speaking of Passengers, that other sci-fi movie you tweeted about. Arrival. Today, looks awesome. Stoked. Amy Adams is going to kill it. It's from the same director. Sicario. Uh, Sicario. So that should tell you a lot. Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker. He, he likes few making others. movies with... Strong female leads, which is definitely intriguing. I mean, Emily Blunt in Sicario was a pretty strong female character, and mm-hmm. seems like Amy Adams is supposed to be one. Oh, of she's great! So. Multiple uh, Oscar nominations. Yeah, she's great in the Muppet movie. Check it out. So, moving on to some real love, because obviously mm-hmm. real Taylor love. and Tom that Hiddleston manufactured celebrity yeah, love, j- t- just to be in James Bond. Uh, Carly and Evan talk about real love. Evan, the boy that lived. Fairy tale ending, as you said. Those are, I liked your, liked your takes on Bachelor in Paradise as it concluded. At Slash at Nostalgia Pod. Yeah, if you think Apple is trash, you can tweet that show at Nostalgia Pod. Yeah. If you think opposite, you don't have to tweet us. If you like headphone jacks or whatever it is, just keep that opinion to yourself. Oh, by the way, if you missed out on last week's episode, we had an issue with our iTunes feed refreshing, so you might not have known it came out, but you can get that at soundcloud.com slash nostalgiapod. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, get that how you like, make sure you get that. Yeah, but check just, it out, it was a good episode. Yeah, it's about the night of Batman, bunch of stuff. DMAs, Kanye, drink. So, <laughs> Carly and Evan, I mean, who would have ever seen this coming? I think the general thought from uh, Bachelor Nation is that it's fake as fuck. Yeah. And it's not going to last. But everyone wanted. Everyone thought Evan was done. He was In what, done. episode two or three around that time? It was like, Evan's done. Just go away. You're you're weird. And Evan it's is not likable. Evan is everything wrong with dating culture now. Because basically the way he got to be with Carly was just wearing her down. Which is like the worst a good point. to set. Persistence after being rejected. <laughs> he just didn't go away. He's like, ah, well, you know what? Why don't we just give each other roses so we can stay here and meet new people? And they just ended up together. Talk about the ultimate settle. You're in paradise find other people yeah. there's literally people who are crying because there's nobody there you can find anyone else and they stuck with each other terrible unlike wells wells was just i'm gonna window <laughs> shop try on with everybody and then nah never mind i'll be back in the future season yeah. sorry ashley i don't like you that much no and then she can go back to jared so jeez it's actually three engagements carly and evan grant and lace aka grace mm. and josh and amanda so I want to start with Grace, actually, because Josh and Amanda, I think there's a lot more to talk about. Uh, but Grace, I got a tattoo. 
And then the morning after, Grant goes, I don't know about this relationship. And Lace is like, how can we get a tattoo? And then you're not sure if you want to be with me. How can you get a tattoo of a relationship you've had for weeks? <laughs> weeks! <laughs> it's a, it, I find it so funny that, one, these people have to make this decision after being in paradise for like five or six weeks, but that they also are just trying to live up to this other couple that met in paradise and that is now together. Oh, right. Yeah. I want to be the next Jaden Tanner. What? They were, first of all, I want to be the first Grace and Grant, or Lace and Grant. (laughs) Not the second something in Tanner. (laughs) Nah, the tattoo thing was ridiculous. Also, I think Grant, I don't have a problem with him, but he just seems like, I want to say he's like, is he just a tryhard? Yeah. Like, he's just like, you know, Lace, Lace is real great. I want to make this work, and I'm basically going to do anything. I can mm-hmm. to stay with this woman despite oh. her craziness. Yeah. But like, you know, actual... Lace, we're great. We're, you know, we're one of those rock solid couples. Like, it's like, all right, we get it. We get it. Actual You're not quote, that interesting. Actual quote from, Gray, uh, from Grant, sorry, not Grace, during his proposal I even love you when you're screaming at me. Oh, Hard. how fucking romantic. Oh, Grant. oh my God. Do you I... say that to people when you save them <laughs> in fires? Like... I, I know, and he just seems so. Uh... Uh, so this is a couple actually I'm glad they're getting together because then that means they won't be back in future seasons Lace Lace really after Chad was gone whatever get out of my life I I mean they were together so long I mean I guess whatever I wanted her to be a train wreck I I had such high hopes for her and Josh and Amanda you shared some thoughts on Twitter some very Josh just like Josh's anger issues he's a dick Josh sucks. Dude, his dog's going through cancer right now. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know, my dog's going through cancer right now, so I wouldn't be here if I wasn't here for the right reasons. (laughs) So, you you know, Nick, you better hope everything's good between me and Amanda, (laughs) or what? You better hope. You better hope. <laughs> they just stared at him. Yeah, no, I don't see the appeal of that dude at all. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even no. not, not even to mention the the moaning when he uh, does anything. And he moaned after they proposed and they kissed. He even moaned then. I was like, dude. They definitely had a moan mic ready. They, da, um, they know. How sweaty was that guy, too? Literally, mm, um, after point. he proposed, I, his shirt was see-through. And she's like, this is the happiest I've ever been. And she like couldn't even touch him. Horrible. Yeah, Josh Murray, not a good dude. Amanda, maybe the stupidest person to ever go on one of these shows. And that's saying a lot. What do you think about her as a single mom, Dave? <laughs> you can find out my thoughts <laughs> at Martin Swagger on Twitter. He's got thoughts for sure. All right, so now the most interesting couple to talk about. Nick Vial. Yeah. What nice is- bachelor, dog. <laughs> Eat shit Luke, by the way. <laughs> think about being so and chase for that matter doing a little bit of recon uh, Re- recon basically talking to my girlfriend who oh. reads a lot more about this stuff than i do she shared that apparently luke was getting a big head and was not as likable in interviews prior to him being sent out as the bachelor which is why they called an audible and yeah. made nick the bachelor apparently they were in like final talks yeah, I, I, I think he was supposed to like be on a plane and like actually going and doing it, and they're like, "Nope, sorry." We did man. all this work to build up Nick. Let's see it through, and I think it makes sense. It does make sense, but what do you think about the timing of announcing it? Because stupid, don't know why. Maybe they thought they had to get ahead of the Luke stuff. Hmm, you know, before interesting thought. he initi- he finds out and gets mad. I was thinking maybe Nick was going to come across. Maybe they thought Nick was going to come across in this final episode as. A douchebag, unlikable, another guy who is non-committal, mm-hmm. and they thought we need to ride this wave before this this decision is made, mm-hmm. because if if we announce him after he rejects Jen, might not look as good. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The reason he made this decision was definitely for Jen. I mean, he said, "I feel like you deserve better than me." Nice. 
One of the all-time <laughs> cop-out lines in a breakup. It's, it's right not up there you, with... it's me. And by yep. that, I mean it's it's you it's and not you. me. Yeah, it's, it's definitely <laughs> you. So, I don't know. Nick, he's an interesting guy. I think... The 35. Pro- when are you going to stop doing this, dude? The ring guy. Nick, how many more times are I going to see you? How many more times are we going to do this? Literally, this is going to be his fourth time after this next Bachelor season. Nice. Crazy. January. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, so, I mean, Bachelor in Paradise came to an end. There was a lot of fake love on the show. And I'm kind of happy I don't have to watch any more reality TV for f- the next four months. You got some time. Yeah, you got some time. We can watch football in the meantime. Yeah, that's good. Watch Atlanta. Speaking of Atlanta, though, before we get to our favorite artist, you said that there was some hip-hop news going on this week, Dave. Why don't you fill the people in? Yeah, two Fridays ago, Vince Staples released his Prima Donna EP, and then last Friday, we had two releases, Travis Scott, Birds in the Trap Sing Midnight, very interesting title, and <laughs> Isaiah Rashad, TDE artist, who TDE signed the same time they got SZA back in 2014, his debut the sun's tirade so that's pretty exciting three releases from artists people really like vince staples is a very short ep it's on like seven songs uh i like that have a listen to travis yet because it's on apple music only at the moment haven't gotten around to it i like the isaiah rashad project apparently the reason he took some time to get his second project out out the door was because he was struggling with substance abuse and top dog was like you got to get your shit together before we can keep going with this First so, artist to ever struggle with substance abuse. Yeah, right? First time for everything. So that's good to hear that he's uh, good. That's what he's saying in the interviews anyway. T's and P's. So if he, he's um, a more lyrical rapper. So has Vince Staples. Travis Scott, if you like Antidote, his hit song from last summer, or Uber Everywhere, he put a really big spin on that with his freestyle. It's more, more of that Travis Scott you like. Obviously good music artist. So that's cool. Also interesting of note, Big Boy and Killer Mike are doing a collaborative album. Drake and Kanye basically confirmed, again, that they're working on a project together, Mm. which I think is awesome. They're in the studio together. I think that can be good for both of them. And also, Gucci Mane said he recently recorded for an Outkast record. Gucci Mane's from Atlanta, so I don't think you get that confused. You wouldn't say that if it was a Big Boy record or an Andre record. Big Boy doing a lot of work then. Yeah, Big Boy has Big Boy's been active. It's he Andre has. 2000 who's the new recluse since Frank came back. Well, he released Bantagram, Big or sorry, B, uh, his collaboration Big Grams. with Bantagram Big and then Grams last year. In 2013, he had what Fish's Lies and Something Contradictions, which is mm-hmm. where his first Fantagram co- collaboration was and how that led to Big Grams. Big Boy's been out there, but Outcast, who there's actually an old Outcast versus on the Vince Staples EP, which is interesting. Hmm. And we saw him on a uh, solo reprise on Frank Ocean's Blonde. But I was nothing... listening to uh, Aquamini the other day. and I was Aquamini? Like, yeah, Aquamini. There you go. I call it Aquamini. So. I was listening to that the other day, and just a really, really good album. That's like, 90s Outcast. Yeah, and I've, I mean, I think 2000s Outcast is yeah. the more mainstream of it. Stagonia and pop. Speakerbox Love Below. Yeah, especially Speakerbox Love Below was yeah. very pop. But uh, Aquamini, very good album. Go check it out. Mm. Yeah, sorry, I just wanted to throw that. Out. I, was, I was thinking <laughs> no, about that. Yeah, if you don't, if you listen to Outcast, uh, what are you doing here? Speaking <laughs> of hot Atlanta artists, Paperboy, Paperboy. Yeah, all about that Paperboy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about Atlanta, the new show on FX from executive producer, creator, writer, and star Donald Glover, also known as Childish Gambino, Atlanta rap star. So, Pat, you've seen both episodes from the premiere. Very weird. It's a weird show. I like it. It's an awesome show. I like it a lot. It's really, it's great to look at. It's beautifully shot. I think yep. we say that about almost every TV show we talk about. Generally speaking, So yeah. if you're 
been a, a long-time listener, drink for that. Yeah, I mean, Don Glover is an interesting guy, right? We, we talked about him. Yeah, definitely a talent. He was a writer for 30 Rock when he was like 23 or He was right out of it. He was, like that. He, I think he got the job when he was still in an NYU undergrad. If you didn't tell me, if you gave me like four options and he was one of them and you said which which person made this show and I didn't even know he was in the show, I would probably guess it was Don Glover because it's very strange. Mm. I mean, there's, there's parts of it where I'm left feeling confused and not really sure what's actually going on. And I'm not even sure exactly what the show is going to be moving forward mm-hmm. due to that, which is really interesting, but it is really well done. I mean, the first two episodes were gripping in the first moment. I mean, uh, the, the first scene is him and, and his friends in a, a pretty tense situation. Right. Boilers from here on out, by the way. So Yeah, first two episodes. Uh, the first episode you can watch legally for free on FX. FX, and I think they actually put it on YouTube. Oh, wow. So you can find that in a multitude of ways without having an actual cable subscription. So definitely check it out. It's getting great critical reviews and, of course, our glowing recommendation, which we'll get into now. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway for me is that when it was pitched, we saw the first trailers, you knew Glover was behind it. Mm-hmm. You see, oh, if it's about this upcoming rapper in Atlanta, Paperboy, obviously, all about that Paperboy, and Childish Gambino, this Paperboy's cousin working to try and get him off the ground and, and manage him, right? That's the premise. Mm-hmm. But this is not a hip-hop show like The Get Down, recently on no. Netflix, which is about like the origins of hip-hop. That's very grand from Baz Luhrmann, very visually over-the-top, like his Great Gatsby movie. And it's not like Empire, which is about, what is it, the, uh, the, the lion, whatever their family name is. Yeah, it's the, more about the producer, like the whole production. To, right? Yeah, it, it, that, that's more about Terrence Howard's family's, like, control of the hip-hop industry and right. how grand their cookie. lifestyle is and stuff. I just like saying cookie, man. That's a great name. <laughs> Go ahead. But this this is this is really uh this is really gritty and uh and 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 basic because it's about getting Paperboy's buzz going and it's it's kind of <laughs> funny how things how, how the, the various scenes about how he's been getting his his name out there whether it's the unplanned buzz from being arrested or and then and or then, paying the the radio right. station to play him yeah, yeah you grind. know it, it it is it's definitely i think gritty is an interesting word for it because one of the things i think it does well is it makes you actually feel like you're living or you're actually in like a real place it's yeah because it's, it's so down to earth exactly i mean i think back to other shows that are as visually beautiful as this and Breaking Bad, I mean, we live in the Northeast, we visited the West, we can connect to it, but I can't pretend to know what it's like to be in the middle of the desert. Albuquerque. Yeah, really have no idea where I'm going. Think about True Detective, which was shot down south. Louisiana. Yeah, and it's hard for me to connect with that, but this I feel like, okay, I've walked around New York City, I've seen places that look like this. I've walked Mm. into the suburbs of Albany, and I've seen places that look similar, they're not the same. Sure. So I think that that, it's really interesting how they've made, how they made that feel, and it's also just the people and the way that they write characters feels yeah. very real as well. Exactly, because they highlight like minute-to-minute, real-life situations, whether it's the scene in the chicken wing place, or the... Oh no, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> the scene in the car <laughs> where Glover's baby mama picks him up. Like, just the interaction, the interaction he has in bed with, with her, mm-hmm. that, the very first scene they have together. Uh, picking his daughter up no no this is a well-adjusted home for you (laughs) his scenes when he goes to his parents and they won't let him in the house Mm -hmm. his struggle at his bum job at the airport time and time again it's just like those scenes the thing on the bus with that weird dude with the peanut butter right like the stuff in the in the jail lobby like you can go all day like the whole show is just about those like 
little moments and how great they are and stand out. That's what makes it so real for me is because it seems so realistic. If you look at Paperboy, played by Brian Tyree Henry, there, there's a scene in the second episode where he sees these little kids basically glorifying the fact that he shot yeah, somebody. With, and with, he, with a water gun. It, it, yeah, and, he, and he's feeling already pretty conflicted about how people are receiving the fact that he used violence in this way. And he goes and tells them, oh no, you don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't condone that. And then <laughs> they go, you're not Paperboy, and everything switches. And he snaps. Yeah, and he's like, wait, no, I am. And it's just, it's so human, because at, at, at that one point, it's like, oh, no, I want to be this great role model. But then when they say they don't recognize him, yeah. immediately that Put that respect on yeah, the name, of, as Birdman would human, say. That ego yeah. takes over, which is such a real thing. Like, it's just such a real moment, which yeah. is wonderful. Another, another scene that I think was actually... Maybe my favorite scene in both episodes was, it was two of them, when he first goes and meets his friend who works at the radio station, and he tells yeah. him a story, and oh, then right. later when he sees the friend again with the paper boy mm-hmm. and his friend Darius, Missing a choice word. Right, and he has him re- retell the story, and he it, yeah. it's just such a great, it's so well written, and yeah. just yeah. seems so real, just like the way the guy talked and everything, it was, it's fantastic. And also per Donna Glover expectation, it's also very funny. Oh, a- absolutely, <laughs> that... I found myself laughing out loud multiple yeah, times. I don't definitely. laugh out loud a lot during No, shows. neither do I. Like, like, there's things that, like, it's a funny show. I appreciate humor. I like it. But to get a laugh out loud response, I feel like it takes a lot because it has to be super genuine. It's not, yeah. I'm not just smiling because I want to smile. I want to enjoy the humor. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of comedies are like that. Yeah. But this, though, it's just like, shit's witty, man. <laughs> it is. And, and Like the Don Lemon joke. When you uh, hear that, yep. I, 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 I chuckled and I'm... I'm a white guy, so it's not even like I should laugh at that. <laughs> it's not really my joke, but I thought that was really good. Yeah, the the writing is fantastic, which I don't think is is a surprise for a, a Glover done project. Shout out to Darius uh, or yeah. Darius, I guess name yeah. is played by Keith Stanfield. Killing he's, it. He's my favorite character in the show so yeah. far. Yeah, he had a nice little cameo as Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton, where he does uh, nothing but a G thing mm-hmm. for Dr. Dre for the first time, which was. A, Cool little scene. Yeah, he's hilarious. What? What? What did like, he? Ask good, really his good dad? comedic timing. What did he ask his dad if he could measure his trees? Yeah. <laughs> can I measure your trees? Uh, not right now. Then, then, then the scene you're talking about with the guy at the radio station. He's like, and I actually like Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you say? Like, like moms need rappers too. Or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's so. It, the show I think is going to be everybody's new favorite show. And like, and also the soundtrack is 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 on point for what we've heard so far. It's very Atlanta sounding. You mm-hmm. heard some uh, heard some Gucci in there. Then the Paperboy song is a full fledged song they made. It's actually performed by Don Glover's brother, which is interesting. Yeah, and shout out Brian Tyree Henry, a little pop up on Vice Principals earlier this year. As Belinda Brown's uh, deadbeat husband. Correct. Or ex-husband. Or... Do you trust him with Bri- that name? You know, three first names. Yeah. Can't trust those. Uh, no, you can. You can't. It's I, two. I think you can. Two first names you definitely can't trust. So if anything, he's more trustworthy than the average person because mm-hmm. he has three first names and not one. Well, see, that how that works? I just thought of something. That... Is, it, is it a mutually exclusive thing? I have, we have two Venn diagrams here? I have always lived by the premise that you can't trust people with two first names. But people with three first names, you can trust with your heart. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I, he, he could show up to my house right now want me to jump off a cliff. And I say, mm. hey, you know what? I trust you, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. James Earl Taylor, Taylor, good voice Thomas. actor. However, then I think, what was the name of the person who shot MLK? Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm. 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 Who was the person that shot John, John F. Kennedy? I might have been Duke. Wait, 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 wait. Who did you say the first time? John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Oh. Lee Harvey Oswald. 
M- uh, MLK was uh, James Earl Ray, correct? Yes, there it is. Sorry. So, hmm. 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 And now I'm, I'm starting to question oh, and this theory. Who killed Abraham Lincoln? John Wilkes Booth? Not sure if Wilkes or Booth are first names, <laughs> but there's three names there. <laughs> there's three names. <laughs> thinking about it. So well, I'm, I'm going to fl- flesh out this theory a little bit more. If you have thoughts on this, you can tweet us at mouse.chapot. Let us know how you feel about multiple named we will we will be addressing this on twitter so stay tuned um any last thoughts about this show i mean it's i, I like i said i think it will be everybody's favorite show but yeah it's, the there's a ton of articles already written about it vulture thrillist ringer variety everywhere is writing about it a lot of good stuff there definitely give it a chance like i said the first episode is available free of charge no matter what for you so give it a shout out I, i'm interested to see where it goes because i uh, looking here on imdb they list who's in, uh, you know the cast obviously. Also, Don Glover in ten episodes, which is the yep, length of the season. No one else is in more than three so far. I think sometimes they just don't announce that kind of stuff. Gotcha. But I, I like I like the fact that it's a ten episode season. Once again, those have been doing really good. Was it how much of Stranger Things was what eight episodes? Eight Mr. Episodes. Robot is twelve, but that's because there's two double lengths. Silicon Valley is a ten episode. Game of Thrones has been 10 episodes. I think that's just, and the Night Of, especially, just the miniseries, the limited series. Mm-hmm. The miniseries, Night Of, limited Vice. series, Vice Principles, yeah. and then just the short season order, like Atlanta, are, I think, the most successful ways to have TV today. And I can honestly see this being something that actually becomes a limited series, because I could see Glover wanting to only work on this for oh, three yeah. seasons. Then oh, out. of course. That, that's, that's, that's how he is. That's how his whole career has gone. He leaves successful things behind to do new things. So that would make a ton of sense to me. Uh, but I think FX would be fine with that. Uh, they'll try try to keep him, don't get me wrong. But FX has been doing a lot better lately. Obviously, they have Fargo. They're actually, I know as of 2014, they were the second most honored network behind HBO. They actually were doing better than AMC. So FX is, oh, they also have the Americans. So the FX is a really good network already, which is interesting because you didn't think of that a few years ago. Yeah, FX definitely uh, it used to be Sunny in the league. That's it. Yeah, really. I, I forgot it's always Sunny was on that is on FX. I, I think of it as a Comedy Central show. Uh, well, now it's on FXX, right? right? With you're the worst. Which do you watch that? I've watched the first season. Very good. I don't have cable, so I usually have to wait till it comes out. Cord cutter. Yeah, she gets sling. Uh, I'm in that millennial generation. Bro. Sling. If you want us to sponsor you, hit us up. Yeah. Or uh, how about this, Dave? You know, you really could use a nice shave. Uh, if uh, Five Four Shave Club wants to send us some, some money this way, we'll do you a promo. Harry's. Right here. <laughs> yeah. um, last Friday, Narcos season two came out on the flicks. You didn't get into the first season of Narcos, right? I don't. I don't like things where I have to read if I'm watching TV. I see. So uh, I did not get into Narcos. Interesting. Did you? I'm halfway through, and I, I do. I do like it. I like Pedro Pascal, who was Ober, Oberyn on uh, oh, really? Game of Thrones. <laughs> He's one of the he's one of the stars. He's Does he great. play Pablo Escobar? No, he plays uh, the white DEA agent's uh, partner. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. So hmm. Oberyn is an awesome character. Oh, absolutely fantastic! Rip, hmm. rip, rip. If you want to hear more of our Game of Thrones thoughts, SoundCloud.com/slash/nostalgiapod. I got it right the first time th- th- this week, so we might just wrap up there. Drink. I got the URL right. Drink. That's a new, new, <laughs> new, new, new stipulation. Actually, I think you have to finish a beer for that. I think you said Drake. I was like, what about Drake? How dare you? (laughs) So if you want to find all of our stuff, we mentioned Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes. Follow us on Facebook. Don't follow us on Facebook. We don't have a Facebook. 
David. Post us on Facebook. Yeah, re- retweet us, share with friends. We need to beat our view count of last week. Might be hard to top, but I think we're going to do it this week. Mm, I think so. Um, any last thoughts, Dave? If you have thoughts on PlayStation meeting that happened hmm. when Wednesday afternoon in New York City, let me know. Tweet at me, at Martin Swagger. A lot of PlayStation Sony news. Let me know how you think. I don't play video games anymore other than Madden 13. Madden 13. <laughs> Killing it. Killing it by Madden 13. Tom Brady, Aaron Hernandez, Gronk. Can't beat that Patriots team, bro. Wow. Can't drop them on principle, can you? <laughs> Dave, you know I don't have any morals. Right. Anyways. You like the Pats. Makes sense. <laughs> We're out. Ended like the most abrupt way possible. And this here's been a long round, so I gotta go. It's logic. The one nobody would vouch for. How's that shit for an outro? <laughs>